Okay, great. Okay, great. Great. You're going to give a countdown or something? Three, two, one. Okay, okay. great. That wasn't the voice I wanted to do, but... It's been too long. When was the last time that we got it on? Remember when we couldn't get enough? We've been so busy, I'm free later on. And there's things we've never done. Let's not be too sentimental. Don't need to be gentle, no, no. We Did you know, everyone, that I'm very soft-spoken? Can you believe it? He's very are soft-spoken. You su- are you surprised, Corey? Um, a little, to be honest. It doesn't match your personality, the soft-spokenness of it all. Yeah, because like on quarantine and stream and stuff, you know, I'm like yelling. You're very loud. Or whatever. But when it's an intimate environment but like when, this, yeah. it just my, changes completely. My roommates literally all yell at me because they're like, I cannot hear you because they just don't like talking loud. I don't like. Well, you also mumble a little effort. bit. Like when you I speak. I do. I'm like my dad. You, when you speak, you don't open your mouth wide. Like you're yeah. very kind of I'm like. Just, close to the teeth like the, you're kind of well, like and your lips get like font size one that's why i can't do it because yeah you laugh. can't but you I'm, can. I'm i am pretty good there was one time on twitch where back when they had this like karaoke game called twitch sings and one of the challenges was to do like ventriloquist like sing without opening your mouth or like you know without like whatever trying to open your mouth and I did really well. And everyone was like, wait, that was kind of amazing. So <laughs> interesting. Well, I don't think the clip exists anymore. Avenue but. that you could go down if you needed to at some point in your life. Yeah. You know, I discovered something this week that I want to share with the class. And we can all look at this as a family. But um, is it about how the meat between your legs? The meat. Well, you can go into that we'll in a second. We'll get sec, into but, that later. But um, I, this week, have made a concerted effort. Normally, I go for like an hour, hour and a half walk every single day. And I really try to keep myself together um, in that sense because there's not, I'm, I refuse to go into a gym still, um, not because I refuse to go into a gym, but because I just don't think it's safe. Um, <laughs> I am fundamentally against gyms. No. Toxic masculinity. And when I say that, I don't mean the large gyms that people get where they can socially distance. I'm talking about my condo gym where there's no mm. mask mandate for some reason. Mm. And like, it just like makes me very uneasy because it's a small area we're all family it's safe sure (laughs) is that like some sort of u.s commercial no but i just feel like that's how like people think because they're like oh but you know it's our apartment building so like we're all safe we're all good you know yeah so it's just not something that i'm willing to do i do have weights at home and like i do my arm exercises and stuff but i do like to get that hour to hour and a half walk in every single day. Mm. And um, I've recently started doing it at 7 a.m. every morning, which has been awesome um, because it just starts the day off right. And also, I used to always walk listening to talk radio because I don't know if I've ever shared this before, but I listen to about six or seven hours of talk radio a day. Um, A day? I guess that just helps you get through the workday, but then you don't like... I guess you don't like necessarily care about getting every detail. No, I don't need every detail, but I have shows that I listen to and I learn a lot through those shows. And also generally the, the, uh, the shows that I listen to are usually hosted by comedians. So like it, 
it's fun for me because I tend to go to comedy a lot. I'm waiting. Um, I'm waiting for that material to materialize in your material. Well, you know what? Practice. You can all go back and listen to the episodes that we've recorded and you take a, get a scorecard out and no, find out true. when Corey has made you laugh and when Kisos has made you laugh. <laughs> and true. then we'll compare the numbers at the end. I feel like last episode was funny and I am hyper today. And so we'll see what happens. We will. But, but my anyway, mom only laughs at Corey. Continue. Where I'm going with this is I recently on these seven o'clock uh, walks switched over to listening to music instead. Oh, and I got to tell you, music can really <sighs> shift your mindset and make you happy. And I know that this oh, probably is a vagina by cupcake. It's not. Yes, obviously. Remind it's us. not revolutionary, this thought, but really like even today, uh, I put it on shuffle because that's just I have I still buy all my music and I keep it in a mm -hmm. iPhone and everything is like curated by me. So I don't come across shit that I don't like. And like today, Greatest Showman came on and I was just okay. like, oh, what yes. song? Um, oh, God, what was it? The Tightrope one with Michelle Williams sings. Um, but like, I remember that one. That movie, you can turn that movie on and within like three minutes, I start like getting emotional. Crying. That's how oh. much I love it's a, that. It's a movie. very, well, I mean, okay. The music the I guess is just so the, good. Yeah, it, but I hate the This Is Me song because it's too cheesy. Oh, I hate it too. That's my it mom's too. favorite. But the Rewrite the Stars, the one that the little boy sings, and then I feel like there might be one more. I think that's it. The, oh, the, the Enough, Never, Never. Yeah, Never. That's enough an epic is, moment. Um, the Greatest Show is really good, but also like when the little boy sings uh, in the beginning, it's like, In the Dark. And uh, like, it's just like, oh, oh. even though it's like basically sung by Melodyne, it's still so good. <laughs> like, I love it. It's a good one. Look, Corey made me laugh. Maybe yeah. Good at this. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, hire him. But anyway, I highly recommend, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone, listen to music. <laughs> I really recommend music. Yeah. Everyone, I, if you haven't done it, hot tip have, of the day, go for it. Yeah. Um, do you have like a like before you go on dates or something or do anything? Do you have like when a was pump up like tracks that you listen to or anything? I mean, same for me, but I still um, remember. I think uh, before performing, I have like a playlist that I'll listen to of like things that kind of get me excited before dates. No, not really. I'll just shuffle, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, maybe I've got to listen to my new single Give In Tonight before my next date. because oh, That way it'll get me in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, Speaking November of which, I, no, the 19th, but I mean, uh, 19th. Michael Medrano's is coming out on the 17th, so we can celebrate that oh, on the 17th. Peter Jesse has a 19th. There's a lot coming out on the 19th. I'm excited. Adele. It's going to be a really fun. Oh, yeah, Adele. Um, indie, too, but. Yeah. So, music, everyone. Look into music. it. Music. Um, yes. I was going to say something, then I forgot. So, y'all know how that goes. Very well, exciting. Weren't you going to go into meat curtains, or is that something? Oh, that yeah. I do want to talk about the meat curtains. That, this, uh, okay. There was something I was going to riff on with you. That wasn't you know, my OK Great, by the way. I oh, I figured. OK. I figured. This is also not my OK Great. Right. I don't really have one, as usual, because I don't care about this show, and I put absolutely no effort into it. Mostly joking, but Makes Corey me would feel like good. to disagree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but so yesterday I just had this very, it's just one of those hashtag shower thoughts, you know, where it's just like, you're there, you're sitting, minding your business. And all of a sudden Jesus touches your arm and is like, Hey, I have a message to tell you. 
And I was really feeling like a prophet. And I was, I tweeted this out. I was like, isn't it interesting that like we just show people the meat between our legs and it gets the meat between the other person's legs. Like it makes it fill with juice and get all excited. Mm-hmm. And isn't that just, it's just interesting to look at these things from a clinical standpoint. And then today, it's very clinical. It is clinical. It's also inclusive. <laughs> Hey, um, <laughs> and um, then today I had a round two realization. Mm. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. so does that mean that penetrative sex, inclusive, um, <laughs> does that mean that penetrative sex um, is a French dip sandwich because you're dipping meat in meat juice and mm. that's, you know, the au jus of the cuckoo. <laughs> the au Yes. It's the cuckoo true. Ajou. And the day that yes, we're recording it's true. this. The cuckoo ajou. And tell them, Corey. Yes. The day that we're recording this and the day that Kisos tweeted this, it's actually National French Dip Day. And, and it uh, was not planned. Yeah. How which often is, do you make jokes about French dip sandwiches? You know, it's never you occurred don't. to me to do so. It's and so what are the chances? Do, so. do you know? It's a one in 365 chance. And wait, I had another joke that I thought was very funny. I need to share. I'm saying I'm very, I'm feeling very psychically attuned to like something maybe it's arby's because <laughs> arby do you even know what arby's is do you have that we do i think we've talked about it no one goes there it's disgusting but i um, have been there i like their horsey sauce a little bit oh, we did talk about this yeah at some point i do as a lubricant yeah, horsey sauce. um oh, shut up but I yes like horsey sauce. that was quite a coincidence and uh, yes, I I have all of these stupid and you know days in my calendar. So when I saw, like, I look at my calendar every morning because I have like scheduled stuff that happens, right? But mm-hmm. I saw National French Dip Day and didn't think anything of it because every day has some sort of stupid association with it. No, now, it's true. And um, then when I saw One your tweet, I, I was like, like okay, so he obviously has seen no this. i didn't see yeah. that's the also the, 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 the other funny thing is that if i had tried to make a joke about like a national food day like it's not going to be funny like how do you make a national food day funny that's what all these places want to do if you've ever done like social media management anyone out there or like anything and they're like especially because i used to work for like a food subscription box oh, and right. and so basically everything we we're posting every day was like it's this day it's yeah, it's like this it's is the like, most boring shit. No one cares. But that's what they wanted to post. It's yep. skip day. Oh, this sandwich sugar good. But like, if anyone can translate that, we will give you five <laughs> French tips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, wait. Now, wait. I have a round three question. Is French dip the name of a sex position? Because it really sounds hot. I don't really care for a dip with any kind of French person. So I, well, I'm just picturing like French dip. Like, have you ever seen those, the position? You, I'm sure you have. Have you watched a horn before? You know, the one where like the guy is kind of like on his shoulders, ass up in the air, like back against a couch. So like he's kind of like leaning back on himself. Oh, and they go on top. And, and then the guy goes go on in. top and like yeah. does the French dip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that if that sex position does not have a name, I would like okay, not there is it. one called the pretzel dip. Do you want to guess what that is? Um when you take cheese whiz, melt it, and pour it all over a woman's breasts and then teabag her breasts. Is that it? Anyway, <laughs> let's see. Um pretzel dip and it's driving couples wild. It's what? 
I mean, it drove me wild just now thinking about teabagging a woman's breasts with cheese whiz. So I can only (laughs) imagine what this is doing for couples. It's literally just like doggy style, but like you lift your leg up a little bit. Reverse mortgage cowgirl style. Look at the person. It's so funny that they're like, I mean, you know, this is all like made up that it's driving couples wild because it's well yeah because someone like needed to get thing. they needed to get um not their word boring, count like, in in order to sell their article so that they could get paid because yeah unfortunately it's a it's hard out here for writers so now they're inventing pretzel dips oh What's, i guess the french sandwich is a just a three-way between three three <coughs> three people with dicks a French sandwich. I've done a French sandwich before. I have had two. I mean, that's basically a three-way. You were middleman, right? I think I've been middleman. both times, actually. I was middleman once and I was end guy. Uh, Penetrative end guy, not take penetrative end guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I didn't find myself loving middle guy as much. Um, Both of my times were kind of unplanned it just kind of happened the person was like i'm coming in <laughs> i was like knock, Whoa. Knock. who's there <laughs> i mean we all knew we were gonna have sex it the wasn't french sandwich is here <laughs> yeah great but the french dip doesn't sound very exciting i like my idea better well you know what there's still time all it takes is a visit to the urban dictionary website and you can enter that in and you're all set i think i've tried to add a few things to urban dictionary in college Mm, you know what i'd love to figure out later (laughs) you know what i would love to figure out is how to make and curate a wikipedia page because for some reason over the years i've never been able to do it and yes i want to for yourself you mean yeah Oh. I want to make one for myself. I mean, sorry, I'll admit it's not, it. No, everyone. I mean, a lot of public figures. We are public figures. We're not very popular <laughs> ones, but everyone's a public figure. In the population of 50. We surely <laughs> City exist. City population of 50. Queeropolis. We surely do exist in the public realm. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, but you kind of have to do things in kind of a specific way for Wikipedia. Like I know. And that's the problem is it's detailed But if you work, just pick someone else, here, pick another, pick another artist that like, isn't huge. Like I can send you some, I don't want to name it because I don't want anyone to feel bad, but you know, that have Wikipedias that aren't like massive. You can literally just copy it line for line, but just, you know, swap out the words so that they're accurate for you. Yeah. Sort of like has performed blah, blah, blah. You're just like has performed here. Well, I mean, I think also it's based on the stuff that's public about you in like articles, particularly. Yeah, but you have articles. articles. I have tons. Yeah. I mean, not oh, to brag. Well, but, okay. <laughs> well, there we go. I Why mean, complaining, little baby. <laughs> My okay, great today. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So let's get to it. Girl. I got a little pissed. Yeah, I'm really hyper. Continue. Because I'm talking about how I'm soft spoken. Okay, sorry. <laughs> there is a park near me that recently had an advisory come out because a woman is going around putting window washer <gasps> fluids in like dog areas, like where their dog bowls are and shit like that. And dogs are drinking and getting sick. And first off, I don't know how a human being like immediate death penalty to this woman, by the way, like I don't like I don't have any other solution for it. But my friend Will goes to this park every day with his dog, Manny. And Manny is one of the first dogs that I like ever fell in love with. And Uh Manny got sick and (gasps) had been sick for like a week. And it was really scary for me because like Manny's 
a few years how older soon than did they Curtis. know that how soon did they know like that's what it was he doesn't know for sure that that's what it oh, was okay. he just knows that manny got really really sick mm-hmm. so um and it particularly irked me because i don't get, go to this park often but it is down the street it's in the gay village uh near the 519 which is an amazing community center that we have here mm, and um curtis eats my dog curtis eats everything on the streets if he can find it like i have fished out human excrement from his mouth before with my fingers that and then try getting that smell off your finger (laughs) honestly because if it gets in your little crevices no i had to bleach my finger because that's how (laughs) like much the scent the scent wouldn't go away um today not today but like two days ago i had to fish a falafel out of his mouth like there is just he will go for everything so it really bothers me and i don't know why people do these things and why you would ever want to hurt something so defenseless and gentle and i yeah you cannot be of sound mind you cannot do that and be like a normal person well or if you're you just might be deeply disturbed and if you are uh, I don't, you can't rehabilitate someone like that, you know. <laughs> I think you can, but we'll can get you, to it. Can you well, rehabilitate someone I don't, I don't who wants to kill animals? I don't think necessarily rehabilitate, but I think there are. I'm so sorry to get political, but it's just who I'm becoming. Um, <laughs> I think there's ways that you can put them in places that lock up forever. As as traumatic, you know, if someone is really like that troubled of mind to do that kind of thing um like you don't want to put them in a like a lot of like the mental facilities and shit you know they're super fucked up and they just abuse people and like torture them even more where it's like okay that's not going to help but even if it's someone who you know might not be able to function in society ever again but you can still put them in a place where they can i don't know live a life and like understand what they did like oh no it's a lot I don't got all the solutions and we're I, clearly not equipped for it in our modern world. Exactly. And be. you know, I am going to refrain from commenting my thoughts on that <laughs> um, because it's just for the best. <laughs> so, Murder. <laughs> Let's kill him. An <laughs> eye for an eye. Um, you know me. I'm just like so radical now. I'm just like, mm, yeah, you're I'm you're so a awoken. very good person. So let's move on. <laughs> what is your okay? Great. <laughs> um, I don't really have one as usual. I will say that Corey has been um, making fun of me for being a one hit wonder on TikTok, and I need to clear that up. Cool, because I am not a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. I am like a four or five hit wonder. What um, what constitutes a hit? What other million viewed videos do you have on there? Can you tell I me? I have a, a million few views on another one. And oh, I have really? Hundreds of thousands on other ones. Yeah. Okay. Which which one? You'll have to send me links. Okay. So the uh, million. Admittedly, one. I don't do research. <laughs> I make declarative statements. So you know, just know that. But go ahead. My other million dollar one is wild today is I know I'm really hyper. The <laughs> other million dollar one is content that I stole from Instagram. I will have, you know, mm. I did credit. I did credit. And I just put a sexually explicit song in the background because it was like giraffe tongues going through a hole. Didn't get me many followers, even though it did hit a million. How views. many times have I seen giraffe tongues <laughs> going through a hole? Too many to count. Too huh. many to count. Um, but I did. I guess I just wanted to talk. I know. <laughs> I know we talked about TikTok last week, but I'm just feeling very intrigued by it. I'm like exploring it. I've been posting like two or three times a day. I will say nothing has worked since okay. my big lie. 
<laughs> in fact, it's really interesting. Okay, I mean, like, I know like social media virality is usually not worth it because you just get a bunch of follows of people that don't actually care about you. They just thought that one thing was funny and then they want you to do that same thing again. But like, how can you recreate like breaking up with your, I mean, I could make that my whole personality, but that's boring. And also like people don't care, yeah. but it's just interesting on social media in general, like how bad people want to go like viral and get these whatever when it's like slow and steady really does win the race. It's so cheesy, but it's so true. I have a question for you. So like when you've done this recently, yeah. Um, the views that you get on your video, are they comparable comparable to the large amount of followers that you've amassed? So you had um, last yeah. time we talked, you had like 17,000 followers. So are 17,000 mm -hmm. people seeing your video? Oh, a lot more. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty good amount of people. So, okay. If we look at it this way, I think I got about 1.6 million views on it so far. And I think I have about 17,000 new follows. Mm -hmm. So you could say that for every 100,000 views, you're getting about 1,000 follows. So that makes sense. But does that translate like when you post something new so oh you're, no no it no. doesn't well so the thing what's is, the point i mean it can but yeah no exactly that's the thing is like unless people are like scrolling on the following section on tiktok which most people don't most people are looking at their for you page myself included oh okay um got it. so then i have to basically get back on the page with the algorithm there's more chance you know that i could like pop up but a lot of this stuff i've been posting like i i gave my life to this post I made a song for Mallory. She had to wear a dog cone this week because I don't know, something cute. fucked up her paw. Cute. Yeah. And I made a great song. It's very cute. It's a bluesy little song about Mallory. Her Mallory. Did you cone. record it like in your I studio? I recorded it I thought on so, my yeah. microphone yeah. with my guitar. I didn't mean I didn't spend a ton of time, but I did like put a little bit of effect on it to try to make it sound like a little more like vintagey and like washed yeah. out. And it's I think it's very well done. It is. But I tried posting it three different times with different captions at different times, different hashtags, different everything. Nothing. I thought the basic people would eat it up. I thought they would be like, oh, my God, this is perfect. The next time my dog has a cone, which I guess isn't all the time. But still, I thought they'd be like, yeah, oh my some God. people never have to put their dogs in cones, you know, so that might That's be where strange. you lost. But still, I mean, some of your demo I'm just like hasn't everyone at least seen that? Doesn't everyone feel for my dog? I don't know that everyone has. But yeah, you know, that I think the proof is in the pudding because as it turns out, it didn't do so well. So I, I guess we've all learned something here today. It did okay. It's funny on Instagram, it did much better. And well, I because a lot of it, well, but no, listen up. I'm listening. The, the tea here is that most of the likes were actually not from people that follow me. People that follow me, they said, I don't give a fuck. This stuff is stupid. Where are you? I want to see. I you. commented. No, I always try to comment on oh, your I shit because I know that it helps the algorithm. I'm I, a supportive friend. It. I'm not saying I'm not coming for my friends there. I really don't care. I'm just oh, saying that. It okay. Was I'll internalize. Delete that. your comment. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, like the algorithm liked it more on Instagram. Don't than try me because I will go in and fucking delete that comment. I'm and not you know what? I won't it. even notice it was gone. Of course you won't because you don't fucking care. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, here's an okay. Great. Wait, here's a moment. <laughs> me and Corey got in a fight, not a fight at all about Instagram because I just haven't been on lately and I just like don't Did really we get care. In a fight and I don't no. remember. 
No, not really. Slightly. Okay. You just said something, but I don't know if you were trying to push my buttons. You were probably a little annoyed, but um, because I just hadn't been like commenting or liking on, you know, all of your stuff for give in tonight. And you're like, hello, where are you? Um, because obviously Corey always comments on my stuff. But I just go on Instagram for like three seconds. I would say it's been a pretty fair exchange up until like maybe a week ago that we both do each other's comments and likes and all of that. Like, and then all of a sudden someone's dropped off. Then I changed they, up. I'm in the suburbs. I'm different now. Yeah, bitch. The, I'm a I was just going to say like, what you, you've been moving, uh, you've been unpacking and you don't have time to wait with bated breath. Every single time I put something up on the internet, <laughs> I don't know what your prior, where are your priorities? As I, I ask the other you. thing is like, I really don't scroll on Instagram. Like I'm not yeah. interested to scroll, which I feel bad. Cause then I like never just interact TikTok. with my friends and yeah, on TikTok. And the interesting thing on tiktok too is like i'm not usually looking at what my friends are posting (laughs) (laughs) and on twitch i'm like i don't usually go watch too many of my friends and i wonder why i plateau i had a thing with twitch where i was really into it for a little bit and i was watching a bunch of different people and now like it's just it's a lot you know so much work i'm like i gotta get things done yeah and but i love you bitch like i enjoy like person i watch is like Faye or pinky yeah a couple people now I, I put it on the TV and I'll do stuff around the house when you're on. But other than that, like, I really don't have a lot of <laughs> have a lot of time for it, um, yeah. particularly these days with all of my many work commitments. Yes, because we're so busy because um, we uh, went to college for a little bit. You went to what? Co- college for a little bit. Oh, yes. And our episode is about college and we're busy because we both did go to college for at least an amount of time. I have a question for you. Oh, in the United States, do you not yes. call things universities ever? I always say college because it's shorter. So there's a big distinction in Canada uh, between a college and university. A university is considered scholarly and like uh, more in-depth right, learning, like whereas college pinnacle. is more like going to learn a trade trade school or, you know, learn sort of it's uh, here's a way of putting it. Universities are generally like professors who spend their entire life educating themselves and being mm-hmm. an educator and research and stuff. College is people who are actually working in the field that come and teach classes um, mm, to students, okay. which yeah. personally I think is more valuable because you're not having someone spew theories. You're actually getting on the job information from people. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to get into that. Yeah. But I just yeah. find it very interesting that uh, in the US, they don't make that distinction. Well, they do. But I feel like here it's more of like the elitist distinction versus like actually making sense. Like we would call that like trade school, technical school, or you could say college, but it's like college is like, yeah, community college, which are like the colleges where you go for two years and you can get an associate's degree. And then you either transfer to, you know, a larger college or university or whatever to get a bachelor's if you want it Hmm. um, or like go into a field. And then there's like state colleges that I think are called colleges and then there's like the universities and those are like the fancy ones. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I think I put that here somewhere. You yeah, did. I did. Um, but so what made <laughs> you want to go to university in the first place? Cause we know that your opinion has changed. 
No, it never changed. Um, when oh. I moved to the city, I was told uh, my accommodations, my education, and my food will all be paid for if I go to post-secondary education. So I went to post-secondary education. That's oh. the only reason I went to post-secondary education, because I knew that I'd have a free ride. So... Um, I, well, let's get it. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, okay, well, I mean, I didn't want to have to struggle. I actually, here's the thing. First, when I moved to the city, I tried it on my own from January to September of the year that I moved here. Mm. And I had such a hard time supporting myself, um, that I was like, well, parents are going to win this one. I'm going to go to school because I don't want to have to work to pay my bills or at least I not even not work to pay my bills, but it was very difficult at that time to find a job, to be honest. Mm. Um, And any job that was actually paying well, because I think at the time minimum wage was only like $8 an hour or something stupid Mm -hmm. like that. Right. The same that it currently is in the U S Oh, they just raised ours again to like 15 something an hour, which Mm. is great. Yeah. A lot Um, of States have that now, but not there it still so could go even higher it's interesting i think it's something like if minimum wage actually increased on pace it would be like 25 dollars an hour or something at least in like the most uh you know like new york city and stuff interesting it's like that's well, crazy back to me um when i went to school <laughs> <laughs> when I went to school, <laughs> when I went to school at first, I went for acting because I mean I thought, well, that would be fun and whatever. And I know we said last uh, last episode that it we wish we knew we could go to school for music production, but neither of us knew that that was even mm-hmm. an option. But in acting, I um, took basically the first semester, and then the second semester started, and I had to do a dance class, and I was like. Fuck no. Essentially, you go into the class and they teach you dance moves and you have to learn them and all. And I'm sorry, that's just not my forte. And I have a real problem with doing things if I can't be good at them. So Mm -hmm. I just decided to drop out. But here's the fun part. When I dropped out, um, it was the beginning of the second semester. So I knew that. If I dropped out in good time, I could get a check issued back to me for the money that um, was paid for that semester. So I got Mm. the refund, told my parents I was still going, and then kept the money and lived Mm. a life of luxury for like a semester and then ended up transferring into marketing and uh, did that. But with you, I know you wanted to go to school, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's not necessarily that I wanted to. Like, I didn't really like school growing up, even though I was, you know, did great. Um, but it, it was more just like a thing of like, that's what you do. The college experience, yeah. go into debt. Um, and I mean, I do remember my parents like encouraging me to do community college because it's like way cheaper. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how much, but, you know, it's probably like a couple thousand. I mean, it's probably more now, but yeah, back the, in. What I did was only like $3,000 for the year. It was yeah. nothing. Yeah. That's was, probably what dumb. it is for like a community yeah. college uh, or maybe like per semester now, which mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely getting more expensive. Um, but I was like, well, but why? Like if, you know, I'd rather, I want to do the full experience. I want to blah, blah, blah. I don't want to like live at home for two years and whatever. And I didn't necessarily like look down on anyone who did that. I was just like, well, I want the college experience. But the college experience means paying like, I don't know how much it was, but it could have been like 30,000 a year or more 
40. That's crazy. I have no idea. Let me see how much tuition is. Well, I think I've heard recently that tuition for some is like a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I'm thinking to myself, how, it's insanity. What'd you find? I'm kind of confused because I feel like it's a lot less than I thought. Obviously, so like the first year when you're living in the dorms, that's really expensive. That's oh, like yeah. 5000 a year or something. Um, and you did that, right? You lived in a residency or whatever? I did the first what year. What a nightmare. Yeah. And you can't, I think you can live there for a second year if you want to, but like most of my friends weren't. So I did not. Oh, wait. Okay. I lost it. Where did it go? I just saw it, but it's, it was kind of confusing to me. Cause I was like, Oh, it's, uh, I think now it's like 14,000 a year, but back then. And that's just for the education portion. Yes. Yeah. But I guess I'm just kind of confused what I'm looking at. Cause I thought it was a lot more. That's, I mean, that's still, it's, still ridiculous. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. It's still a lot. And it goes up like, uh, like eight to 10% every year. That and some people go bit, to school but... for like seven years. I can't no, even that's true imagine. Too. That's true too. Ugh, I but... mean, yeah. If you combine like the first year of like 35 and then add on like 10 K for the next, that's like basically a whole annual salary post-grad, but I wasn't making that much post-grad. Yeah. Kevin I still wasn't making that much. He 30. Oof. I, I don't, I, I mean, props on making it work. Cause like, that is tough. I, yeah. I think um, when you bring up residences and dorms and all of that, I was speaking with my friend Tara yesterday, she's moving her, um, her mom into a retirement facility. Uh, and mm -hmm. it dawned on me that that is going to be a real scary time in life where mm -hmm. I'm forced to live in a community of people in like, you know, like, and those forced interactions and the forced group dinners and all, I might off myself before that station, like, because that's you know? literally the scariest thing, like being told this is movie night and everyone has to attend. I'm sure there's options, but <laughs> I'm getting like heated just thinking about it. That's like, why you got to join a little gay commune. Like, oh my God. I think over so. Here. Yeah. Cause honestly, well, and you know what? You're young enough that you could wipe my ass for a few years oh, before God. you have to, I'll just you have, have Mallory, to wipe your ass. Like that's a good idea. Or whatever She's dog I have at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the thing is, I think I I think maybe I'm misunderstanding it. It might actually be like that much money per quarter, like ten thousand per quarter, and they do three quarters in a year. Right. I really feel like it's more like thirty thousand a year. That's insanity. Um, and was yours that? I feel like it was, wow. but I'm confused. But that wouldn't make sense then if you're like paying in the. Um, Wait a minute. How do you not know how much yours was? I don't remember. That was so long ago. Oh. How how come I remember? Like I think mine was like three thousand all in per year. It was dirt I mean, cheap. That's great. Yeah, that's it was, great. I mean, I had to pay for my rent separately. Well, you know, that cuts. Yes, I'm a spoiled brat. My parents paid for my rent, and I remember at the time it was like four hundred and twenty five dollars a month for rent. So it was mm -hmm. dirt cheap, and then the school was three thousand for the year. It was not a big expense, but I went to a college, not a university, to start with. Mm -hmm. So it, the price difference is extremely. Yeah, but also different. I feel like in Canada, I'm sure it's all cheaper there compared to here. Where yeah, it's, like it's, really it's going up by thousands of dollars every year, and like, it's, it's a competitive sport essentially. Like, it's not like your tuition like locks in 
when you go there. So it's like you get all those fee increases. I don't know why they don't do that. Like if you're going to raise the fee, like just raise it on the new kids, but also like don't raise it on anyone because like you're like, I don't, it, it's a whole mess. Um, but do they hand you, out scholarships a lot in the United States or like, is our honestly, no, like there's scholarships available. You can apply for a ton. Like I got some, but it doesn't you? put much dent in it. Well, yeah, because um, my friend Will went to school for probably 10 years in total. Um, and he was mm-hmm. a university kid. He loves university and he loves to go to school to learn and all of that. And I just always used to look at him like, are you insane? Um, yeah. And like, I think Maybe his he, he told probably, but he told me like his full education amassed like $300,000 worth of education. But the thing is, he got uh, it. Wait, what do you mean? $300,000 worth of education? Like tuition, if you put it all together together that's how much but the thing is he got so many scholarships because he's incredibly bright that it covered a lot of that fee but i think he was still left with a hundred thousand dollars he had to pay off oh Um, like but he has since i mean keep in mind he's my age so he's had some time to do that and i think it's only been in the past like five years where he's paid it off but it's a lot it's a lot that's crazy. Why I was going to say this a gate because that's just so You're about much. to French dip on yourself. So much, yes. Um, but I was going to say, you know, what's interesting, though, is my girlfriend went to community college for two years and then got a full ride offered from like multiple schools and schools even better than the one I went to. Like UC Berkeley is one of the best schools in like the nation. And she got a full ride to go there. And I think like a stipend as well. Like they that's nice. Extra money. So she was um, obviously very clever. So, yeah. So like. Uh, well, I think it's interesting that like you actually get uh, like people look down on this kind of goes into our next question about like elitism between like the levels of school that you choose to go to or if you choose to go to college at all. Um, but like she went to community college and got a lot of shit for it because, you know, it's <laughs> funny because I didn't necessarily go to like a quote unquote scholarly school. Yeah. But the bitches was still making fun of her, even though like most people at the school like were going to the exact same place and like people just as quote unquote smart or like, you know, in the AP advanced classes, whatever. But they all made fun of her. Uh, but she's the one getting out of it with like no debt because she paid, you know, like four thousand, yeah. five thousand dollars, whatever, a year for the community college and then got the university free that everyone else was paying like 30,000 a year for. Well, one thing I want to point out to you is my parents were very like, they wanted me to apply for scholarships and I just wouldn't because I was like, those should be reserved for people who can actually like who need, you know, who need, need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't like I, when I see these like kids who clearly have parents who can take care of them and put them into school and they're applying for these. Yeah, yeah no, they may true. be bright. Like step off if you can afford it. Like you <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be allowed to get these that's scholarships. A, that's a good point. That's a I really think. good point. I think. Um, and have, because like, those should be reserved for people who are like uh, people of color, but also like people who have adversity of some sort or haven't mm-hmm. been able to achieve that show that show promise or even people who have the potential, you know, like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand why yeah, that's the other thing is, you know, a lot of it is based on like things that you've accomplished in your school. And but how can you, if you're into... trying, if you're working through your school, high school, because yeah, like you if have you're to support your, your family, school, but also like, like if the school just sucks and has like, there's literally counties in the U S where the school district has $0 a year, like yeah, $0 that's for new ridiculous. books, can't pay teachers, teachers don't give a fuck. Um, and so, yeah, but the, I will say that the U.S. has something called FAFSA, 
I don't remember. It's something about like federal aid, whatever. And, you know, at the time that I was applying to college, um, we were not making much. And you know how much money we got? Zero dollars. They were really? like, here's a loan. Well, yeah, that's, zero interest instead. But the lo- that's what we have here, too, for people. They can apply for OSAP, it's called. And essentially, you get the money. And then there's no interest until after you leave school, after you're done school. And then yeah, once but you're like, done can't you school, give me a little interest- discount at least? Mm. Like, you're, like the fact that people, I mean, I don't know how much my mom was making at the time. Or maybe she hadn't even, I can't remember. It's the income based on your household, too, generally, what, yeah. what you'll get. Yeah, exactly. Right. But they, like, I feel like they don't give you, or it's kind of one of those things where it's like, um, I can't remember. But there's also a lot of, like, households that are kind of in, like, the lower middle section where it's like, you don't qualify for like a full ride, but then you don't, but you can't, or you, you don't basically, you don't qualify for benefits, but you can't afford it is kind of where you're stuck in. Right. And it's just like, okay, but they're very not generous. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're in a household making like 50, 60 K they're like, sorry, you make too much. You got to make that's like that. I think that I think the rate is exact same here. I think, which by the way, 50, 60 a year for a household is nothing. Right. Like, usually you have at least you have nothing kids. left over at the end of the year, but that's like when taxes come out and everything. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, yeah, disgusting. Why? But kind of tied into that, I guess, slightly. We got a little off track, but we're everything on track. Did you like experience any elitism? Like, is it like looked down on to go to a college versus a university, or is it just different there? I think there's a few things at play for me. Number one, I didn't fucking care. Like, honestly, if someone came up to me and was like, "Oh, I'm going to University of Toronto," I'd be like. Good sucker, you. <laughs> like yeah. you know, and then um, I'm. Sh- I think it exists more so in the United States because I think there's a real horse race going on there when it comes yeah. to education and like, th- like we even saw with that scandal that came out last year. Oh, uh-huh. uh, about like the parents who were paying and stuff. I don't mm. know that that happens here because no one gives a fuck. Right. Um, like it's just not the same thing. Um, it's very interesting, and it also—I mean—it follows people into like their their job lives. You know, like yeah. part of the reason they're like, you got to go to a good school so you can impress the company. First of all, hella people are going to schools just as good or better than I when I want that I went to, and I went to like a really good school. And um, fuck, what else was I gonna say? Oh, but I was gonna say like once you're in the workforce, like there's still so much elitism at least in the more corporate jobs of like, like I remember one of my uh, friends was like, Oh, I just feel so insignificant. Like working here, like everyone else, like went to Harvard and major schools and like used to work at Google. And, you know, I just feel like I'm nothing. And I'm like, well, you got the exact same fucking job as them with less quote unquote credentials. So like who's winning, you didn't have to do as much and you got the same job. The one thing that I do know that happens here is there are certain schools, like I think university of Western Ontario, and um, there's a few others where it's like notably all of the rich kids go. Mm. And um, the reason that people uh, who are not quote unquote rich kids try to get into these schools is so that they can meet the rich kids network and get good jobs because they become friends with them in their social circles and all of that because their parents usually own companies that are like, fortune 500 all that bullshit right, like donating buildings and stuff exactly to the so like i think there's that like edge which just never 
it and didn't even occur thing to me. Too. Like, why would why, I don't care? Like, I, yeah. also just I'm not title hungry as a human being. Like, I don't yeah. need to be the president of XYZ. A job title to me means about as much as a French dip sandwich. So. <laughs> You gotta you title know? Girls. Um, I don't yeah like I don't want a job title because that usually means you got to do more work although honestly not so much because they just get a job title and then they people are nothing. so hungry for job titles like if you talk to certain people they're like oh I just changed my LinkedIn job title too like and you're just like okay your job title literally means nothing it's usually something yeah. like obscure where you don't actually know what they do but at the same oh, time mm-hmm. it's like like, you know, remember, as long- remember when everyone be like marketing ninja or oh, like, that whatever. guru and all of that. Yeah. yeah. But also like they used I, I remember no one wanted to have the word coordinator on their on their uh, job title. It was always like, oh, I want to be a director or a manager or something. Coordinator right. just means you're an intern. Like it, so people are so wrapped up they in that whole thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, what does say- it matter what your title is? All that yeah. matters is how much money you're making. Honestly, right. that's it. Right. Well, the thing is that that's what that's what I was going to say is it kind of correlates to title. Like, I know maybe for example, if you're laddering it true yeah okay because like but yeah like at the top right. i feel like you it's just, just an ego thing though we just figured it out ladies and gentlemen that's why people are obsessed with titles got it yeah but i'm saying like got i feel it. like at the top it's ego versus i think so right versus for like when you're an assistant you're like okay well assistant you know people are gonna think i don't whatever versus like an associate versus like again going up and but then the certain thing because so people That's love hierarchy you... people love feeling superior people love all of that shit oh my god when it's, it's like exhausting. i'm like okay technically like your title says assistant or whatever but like you're doing all the same things of an associate so just yeah change the title like just make it up everything's fake everything's fucking everything's fake, fake and also i will get to that like, too as long as you can open up that <laughs> mobile banking app and you're happy with what you see fuck your title like that's all chicken strips yes um so you kind of mentioned like how far into college you doubted it was right for you but also that you didn't really care anyway you just went because you had to and then the dance for me i never really felt like i doubted college until after i graduated and i was just like really this was all for nothing like literally i always say i mean i had a great college experience i made so many friends and you know i definitely did things that i you know wouldn't have done if i didn't go to college like organizing like huge events or you know uh running clubs and things like that or you know participating in gospel choir like little things, but it, it like this stuff that I feel like I got from college wasn't, le- it wasn't learned in the classrooms. <laughs> you know, it was like when I <laughs> went so to, beautiful. when I had to go work in Germany for my major. Yeah, that's fine. I like all these other things, but I could have done those. I'm sure I could have found a program to do that. True. Without college, you know, all I had to do was prove that I speak German well, well enough um and i mean college probably helped me a little bit but nothing helped me as much as going to the country so it's more like after when i kind of realized also like like none of the companies that i'm applying to are like actually running checks like they're not because that's what you kind of think of they're like you know some some oh you mean like ask for like, I thought you meant like scripts money checks but you're no, talking no, like i mean checks. also that no 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 job that places that i've encountered have ever looked at the the education that i've listed. i know they do right I'm, but and they've just been like oh okay he has this and that's it right like, they're it's just no like more. oh great you know like i worked for a startup right out of college and um 
you know, they were like, oh, cool. I've heard of that school. And, and that's uh, it. Like you were active. Okay, great. You want $15 an hour? Here you go. Yeah. And then the next company, well, I actually didn't even need a degree because I got hired as an unpaid intern in New well, York. Yeah. So but that I didn't need a ladder. That's a, that's a, with their internships, generally they can translate into a job if you want to work I at can, a job. But I'm saying I didn't need to go to college. Have anything. Yeah. I would have gotten that. You know, I was yeah. working next to my friend Kirsten who had graduated straight from high school and came into the internship oh, and so smart. was in the, you know, she was a publicist before I was hired as a publicist. Yeah. And, uh, then in my company after that, you know, by that point I already had work experience, so they don't really care um, mm-hmm. about your GP and at a certain point, you don't even like put your GPA on it anymore. Like you can literally just make everything up. And if you get caught, just apply somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Well, what I want to say Photoshop about that- it. My, my, uh, I mean, I did know that it wasn't for me from the beginning, but when I transferred, I transferred into marketing and that's where I met my friend Tova. And, Mm -hmm. um, so that was like a big plus of the whole thing, but literally like I met Johnny in college and social, right. Literally social. We just spent our money to make friends. We spent our entire time when we were supposed to be in class in the Eaton center, which is the biggest mall in Toronto and just like shopped all day and like Mm -hmm. just bolt window shops. We didn't have money, but we would just like, (laughs) except she would buy juicy tubes all the time. And that was the big thing. (laughs) Like this disgusting gummy lip gloss that like made her lips look like glass and she was obsessed with them but the edible or it was literally just lip gloss and lip gloss okay okay but i do want to tell you about this one class that we had um with a teacher named ludy and Ludy from Germany. This is when Toba and I were just starting to get to know each other. Like I would say okay. we've known each other like three or four months and we were sitting in class. And as we did in all classes, we would just talk to each other throughout the whole thing while the teacher was doing their presentation yeah. because we're respectful human beings. Yeah. And she turned to me and she said, Corey, what is your middle name? And I was like, oh, um, it's a bit unique. So I don't want you to be weirded out, but it's Corey John Lesbian Stewart. And for some reason, she just like, it hit her funny bone in a way that, you know, sometimes when you're with a friend and someone says something and then all of a sudden you just cannot stop laughing. Yeah. And we both got kicked out of the class because we just could not stop laughing. And that happened over and over and over again. But the funny thing is, Ludi took a liking took a liking to Tova and invited him over to his house with his okay. wife there. Tova went there and Ludi tried to wrap her into a pyramid scheme. Where- oh my God. So that <laughs> happened to me in college too. <laughs> Did it really with the professor? No, not with the professor. Okay. Yours. Well, anyway, so obviously Tova wasn't a moron. So she was like, this is a pyramid scheme. Great. I got a free meal out of it. Apparently his wife was very fertile. Um, I don't know what that <laughs> means. It just felt right to say. And, it might um, be true. I think she had big gazugas. Okay. Uh, but um, ultimately she walked away from that. And I don't think I passed that course, but she did. So <laughs> she did. <laughs> good for her. Yeah. College was also the first time that I realized, oh, I do have to actually try a little bit, which mm. I also didn't like, like a lot of places, you know, you can just bullshit it, but there were like a couple like econ classes. I think that was the first time I ever got to see, like as a final grade in my life, I got a C plus in like microeconomics. And it was just because it was so boring and I didn't yeah. care and I wasn't interested and it had nothing to do with anything I was ever going to use. And I already knew supply and demand. One goes up, the other goes down. Well, what um, happened with the pyramid scheme? But, oh, yeah. So pyramid scheme. Um, oh, and I did just want to mention the other, like another good thing about college was I did 
like I did feel like I got to like open my eyes to like other cultures because because of my major specifically though like I did international relations so I feel like I learned a lot more about like the world and history and how the world works right definitely helped shape who I am today but again like nothing I really used did I end up using in any capacity I'd like to take that whole phrase that you just said and have it stitched on a pillow if that's possible a nice long pillow yeah Really long pillow. Go ahead. Size of a straw. Um, but yeah, why pyramid schemes are like very popular in college. I think because yeah, kids, number okay. one are, are desperate dumb. for money. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, and a little dumb. Yeah, yeah. a little naive. Naive I, is the word we're looking for. Dumb yeah. is just horrifying the <laughs> concept. <laughs> dumb, stupid bitches who deserve to eat shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So there was this one. Um, yeah. I. I. I was almost in many pyramid schemes. And I guess you could say I was in one because I was in a fraternity. Um, But so one of them was, I think it was just like a job application. I was like, okay, let me get a job because, you know, we got to pay these bills. And it was a group interview. Also, the guy doing the interview, I think he had maybe gotten like a fight the day before because his eye was like red and it was only one of them like it was a bloody Jeez. um and or like he had just eaten someone's ass and maybe maybe eye. it was really bad pink eye yeah it could be it was really i was like okay. he was french dipping with his nose he was french dipping <laughs> then we all go into this group interview which you later realize like it's a group interview because they just want everyone to hear the information at the same time yeah and everyone's gonna get hired because oh, they want sneaky. to get it um so but it's weird because there were like five rounds to this interview and i'm like if this is a pyramid scheme like why are you making it hard for people to join um but we did that interview and then it was for like painting houses during the summer i don't really I know think that's but that's a common like, thing for college students to do though yeah but it was like strange there were like bonuses and there were things i don't remember all the details now like it wasn't like oh it wasn't like a regular like contractor painting a house we had to like go source the paint like we had to go source the houses ourselves. Oh, they didn't like just send you out. Like things like that. No, it wasn't like manual labor. Like you had to, you were basically your own company of like, you find the you're a freelancer you paint it and i'm assuming you have to buy the paint yourself too and do it like literally everything so it's like okay why are you taking kind of my money anyway but it was very strange because we did like three rounds of interviews and after they'd be like we really like you how do you feel and i would just say like i'm still interested whatever but i was feeling very strange about it and then at the last interview i was like actually this isn't like i was getting really anxious about it Mm because i like don't do well with like pressure or like feeling like pushed into something because i usually will say yes and then hate it and want to die but yeah on the last call i was like actually i don't think this is right for me and i'm not interested anymore he's like well what happened because you said you were interested 10 out of 10 every time and now all of a sudden you're changing the story you're wasting everyone's time it's like when you tell a guy no you know yeah like, especially wow. when, like a woman will like turn down a guy and they're like you fucking bitch i wasn't interested and anyway. it's you're like a ugly. twist all and of a like, sudden it's whoa, like whoa thank okay. god i dodged that bullet yeah but the other time i went was like a friend in my fraternity betrayed me he was like oh i'm going to like um uh, one of my friends is doing like a marketing like entrepreneurial talk at this place you know later today do you want to come and you know we're all interested in like trying to get ready for the business world Mm -hmm. we're seniors in college and went there and then we find out it's like a pyramid scheme and they want to sell you like marketing dvds and you can watch them but then you have to bring them back and then you have to invite new people and you have to pay twenty dollars and you're just like 
No thanks, huh? Scientology. We're all good. Yeah, here. I'm just gonna walk away. I'm just yeah. gonna walk away. Yay, yay. I've got um, walk away Craig David in my head now. Um, I don't know it. But so we've kind of started talking about it. Like how do and we started talking about it last week, which is why we wanted to talk about it this week. But what do you think about like college? Like, what do you recommend people to do? Well, I was gonna say like, high school. You reminded me though, with college, the most frustrating thing is that. I started working a basically part foolish time job while I was in school mm, because I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't have spending money. I just, you know, things were covered, but I didn't have any spending money. And I, I like to spend money, as mm-hmm. you know, and many other people know. So I started working and then the realization of like, wait a sec. So these people, these con artists who are running this school that I'm going to uh-huh. are getting paid from me and I still have to do work. Shouldn't they be paying me to work because mm-hmm. I'm I like all these projects and shit. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I'm put. So the exchange was off <laughs> for me. The exchange was off. So yeah. Ultimately, the most frustrating thing about school is that you have to do all of this work and you don't get paid for it. You're actually paying someone else. And you're paying a lot. Yeah. So uh, that's why I was like, once I saw the benefits of like really working at a job that, you know, would make a good enough amount of money. There was no point. There was there was no going back. It yeah. was straight on till morning for me. So, yeah, for me, like I was saying, like the big turning point was like once I realized that it really didn't matter. And then I ended up like working for myself anyway, you know, yeah. like there's so many people or like I think about, I mean, not that I'm providing like the most amazing employment opportunity, but, you know, uh, you know, I'm just thinking of like my assistant Mallory who helps with quarantine and stuff. I mean, she did go to college and just graduated this last year, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just interesting to think like, I wonder if, you know, she hadn't gone to college and worked with me. And then she could just turn that into, you know, maybe getting other freelance clients. And then from there, turning that into like a quote unquote corporate job or whatever. Right. It's just like nowadays, there's so many things. So if you're someone who out there is listening and considering going to college, which I doubt, because I feel like all of our <laughs> listeners we are skew a little, a bit older. They're a little older. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe if there's a young person in your life who doesn't know what they're feeling, like, I don't know if you're like also already it's hard to kind of move to a city regardless too that's the other thing is like like after i graduated college you know i was like okay we'll all get a job and you know i'll apply to jobs in like san francisco which was like the closest big city that i Mm. wanted to live in i didn't want to go to sacramento which is more like the the, that's the state capital and it's just a little more crustaceous there yeah lots of crabs plus is gaya um and i applied for a couple months and didn't hear anything until like i didn't hear anything from traditional jobs the only place i heard from was this like freelance tech startup paying 15 an hour um which was good at the time right 15 uh, not no for i mean not in san francisco san francisco is actually more expensive i've heard expensive this than san and i mean the new york huge drug problem was there a drug problem <laughs> then as well my house well Corey, (laughs) let me tell you um i mean i don't know i think it probably gets a uh i don't necessarily think of san francisco as having like a bad drug problem Mm. i wouldn't think more than any other big city um 
I would say that they definitely compared to New York, at least from what I see, there definitely are a lot more people on the streets, which mean I assume there are like not as many resources or like, you know, things to take care of people. So that could be, but yeah. also, yeah, I mean, especially at this time, because this was during like the tech San Francisco boom. So like everything was more and more expensive. Like me and my roommate lived a half an hour out of San Francisco and still paid more than we did living in Manhattan. Interesting. In Manhattan. Wow. Um, but yeah, so it, but it's just a thing of like, you're applying to all these companies, not hearing a damn thing back. Cause also a lot of them want you to already live in the big city. So then it's like, okay, I go to school for four years, pay all this money and companies don't want to hire me because I don't live in that city yet, but I can't go live in that city yet because I don't have a job that can pay the rent because you need to make 40 times the rent. It's like all these different uh, systems. Barriers all, to entry. They're yeah. All, yeah. And they're all connected. They don't mm -hmm. want you to succeed. And I just don't get the point. It's like, what's the point? Well, and continue. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that school post-secondary is a really personal choice. Um, I think unless it's certain trades or occupations like doctor, lawyer, things where there's a lot of knowledge yeah. base, I think it's a complete waste of time, yeah. in my opinion. Um, I think that, like we said, you can lie on your resume and generally <laughs> it will be fruitful be and if not move on to the next place yeah, there's countless companies they're not going to talk to each other and be like this but ultimately too life is just a game of fucking persistence honestly yeah. if you keep going and going and going you'll get what you want you just mm -hmm. have to keep moving until you yeah. get to that point um, I think the thing for me, yeah, was like, because I was like so scared of getting in trouble growing up and I was such a rule follower and a goody two shoes. And that's the, that I was just like, well, me. this is what I have to do. Yeah. So I'm going to do this, this, this. And then later in life when I was like, everything's a fucking lie. Everything's bullshit. Yeah. You just realize like you can literally do whatever you want. And the other thing is, so I, I just remembered this. I mean, I was thinking, I, it's not that I forgot it. I just remembered that I wanted to mention this, but you know, you're going to these kind of like you're saying, you're going to these schools, you're paying hella money. Um, they're raising money every year. And like the chancellors and shit who don't do a damn thing for anybody are making like $300,000 a year. Yeah. And I remember back in, uh, what was it? 2013 was my last year. And that was when they were, it was like the, all the Occupy movement of like Occupy Wall Street. I don't know if you remember those things going around. I think that, that was Canada. I think that was a big U.S. thing, not so much. Yeah, it was definitely though. a yeah. U.S. thing. Um, and honestly, at the time, I didn't really understand what it meant, and I didn't really care the fact that you know they're complaining that like ninety-seven percent or three percent of people own like ninety-nine percent of the wealth or something, mm -hmm. something like that. And I was like, okay. And back then, I was much more of a bootstrap kind of person, like just work hard. Oh um, God. <laughs> and as it turns out you do not need to work hard you just need the right connections <laughs> just lie yeah um or yeah, be just born lie. rich because then you go to like the fancy school exactly and, make all the and then it's a free ride the whole way and that's the other the thing bank. too with oh my god we're getting so distracted or i am but like you know like here in the u.s we have like berkeley college of music and it's like one of the most prestigious like music universities yes and i've heard about it like a lot of people go there and uh, the main way that they're successful is just because they're meeting all these other people. And a lot of the people, look, it's just well, it's so a network expensive. thing, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's so fucking expensive. So I feel like you have to either be rich to go there or get scholarships or just go into hella debt. Um, and then like you're networking after, but still like the fact that you can go there and pay like 100,000 a year and come out of it like half a mil in debt and like not 
be successful is just crazy. Like the fact that colleges don't help you be successful. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, here, take our courses and then done. Like they have like, yeah, a, they a don't have a transitional there, thing. Yeah. But there's nothing that really connects people. And I'm don't sure get me started that, on fucking but... guidance counselors in high school. Yeah. Those are, I had the worst guidance counselor in the entire world. She knew me for however long I was in high school. How mm-hmm. long is it? Three, four years. Yeah. And she thought I was a girl. <laughs> What? Yes. She called me by she. I don't know if it was a homophobic thing or whatever, but she referred to me as a she. Imagine she thought she was being like empowering for you. (laughs) I don't know. Like, you know, let me help this child become who she is. Bitch to the ultimate degree. But she would and in like documents that would be filled out from the guidance office, she would misgender me. And it was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I've been at this school like. I not to toot my own horn, but like I was fairly well known because like I not only did the kids love to take the but shit the out of me, so I'd school. often be b- largest free willy in school. And um, but also like I was performing at all the assemblies and stuff. So like, why mm-hmm. don't you know that I'm a male? I don't get it. Anyway, it was very confusing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to say going back a little bit was then I got sidetracked was back during Occupy Wall Street, you know, all the students were like, not all the students, but you know, the, the students, the activist students at the time were demonstrating and they were doing like campouts in the like central quad area with tents. And um, this went like global news. I actually have a poster of it in my room um, that I wanted to bring to New York, but I didn't, um, of like students are protesting and then the cops come to like, kick them out of here instead of like meeting with the students who have these demands and like everyone, this affects everyone at the school, instead of meeting with the students, they bring like a brigade of cops with like full riot gear, like full shields and batons Mm. and um, to like evacuate everyone. And it turns into like um, them, like pushing people, of course. And then there's like a line of, protesters people start like doing a sit-in thing to just like peacefully whatever yeah and a cop just comes and like pepper sprays everyone oh in the face from like point blank range which even when you do pepper spray you're not supposed to do it that close up because um, you can blind someone can't you you can blind people i don't know if anyone had lasting damage from it um i didn't God. hear but and at the time i was a tour guide for the school like for interested students and so we were like not supposed to talk about it that was definitely one of the moments that like radicalized me was seeing that because i was watching and i was like what's going on like i was like did someone just get spray painted and then like everyone started coughing and everyone's like they just fucking pepper spray the kids whatever um but yeah so like whenever people would go to school they'd be like so i heard there was like an incident here and i was like yeah cops just came in and pepper spayed peaceful students that were sitting and that was like not the lines we were supposed oh well to at least you were on but um yeah i mean honestly would that stop you from going to school that could happen anywhere um but it's just like that's another thing of like all of these systems are not meant to help literally anyone no so, except for the extremely rich Except for the rich who don't give a fuck anyway and could go anywhere and are already going to the most elite places because money equals education. So, yeah, I'm just like, let's all rebel. Fuck college. Burn it down. We can create our own scholarly spaces. This just occurred to me. Why do rich people even bother with school? They could just be placed anywhere. 
They could be placed fucking anywhere by their parents. I don't get it. I think Uh. it's just a thing. But also they're like, ah, it's chump change. Let them go have fun. Go party. Yeah, I think it's just buying time to party or whatever. Yeah. And get the kid out of the house. (laughs) Yeah. And and establish a nice coke habit or something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The nice. Yeah. Now. Period. I have an exciting song selection today. And I don't know if you're familiar with this artist, but I I don't. Well, I probably am. But I haven't paid attention to what came out this week. Well, I have to thank Dougie Styles for this suggestion because I messaged him today to just check on him and see how things were going. I also wanted to know if he found anything this week because I was sort of sorting through and there were some great things, but I wanted to know if there was anything that really stuck out to him. And he introduced me to Blythe, who I don't know if you know who Blythe Blythe. is. Yes, I do. So bloody good and um Blythe just <laughs> bloody, put, are we going are we going british now yes well i think Blythe i think is i introduced dougie to Blythe. actually okay well like we're not looking playlists. to go to you right now we're talking <laughs> about live um the song is called experiment and it is so good it's basically this song about like hey we haven't fucked in a while and uh it's i want to get down and let's experiment a little bit and it's really really mm-hmm. Fun, flirty, and uh, I just think by this got an amazing voice. So yeah, um, yeah, like and today uh, when we're recording, the video uh, is being released, and it was oh. it's coming out at twelve, and we start recording at twelve. So I haven't watched the video yet, but I'm excited too. Facts, hey. Um, but in the meantime, let's hear a little bit of "Experiment" by Blythe. Ooh. Experimental love is fundamental, you know. Um, yes. Can we mention real quick? I forgot that it's Friday and your song literally comes out one week from today. One week from today. Yeah, me too. Me too. Maybe it'll be a song of the week. We'll see how it stacks up. Yeah, we will see. I mean, I do have a lot of great, uh, release sisters, including Peter Hibbs. Sorry. Um, Peter's releasing his Christmas music, um, which I'm excited to hear. That's right. I knew he has all these cute videos that he's put together. So yeah, I um, love the photo shoots too. Yeah. And then you said Peter Jesse and Michael Madrano. There's a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. people coming out. So, you know, I'm just honored to be a part of the group. I'm taking note now that I'm like, no one at least not that I see. I have like literally one person I know that released November 12th. So next year, the week of November 12th, it's going down. I know. I saw that too. And I was like, I pick, I should have gone a week early, but whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. It's all right. Life hands you lemons and you make avocados. So take um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you want to follow us, you can at OK Great Pod on all those platforms. You can go to patreon.com backslash Kisos. Is it slash Kisos or backslash? I'd always I don't say know the backslash difference. and I don't either. But you know what? Life has challenges. I just say and, slash. Um, leave and us it. a review. Tell us about iTunes. college. Tell and us about your experiences. Tell us about college. If and- you hate it, if you regret it, if you went, if you regret not going. Because we just dunked on college and university today. So if you feel it was really worth it, I would love to hear the other perspective. Me too. 
<laughs> anyway, right. everyone, we'll talk to you next week Thanks. when Corey's new song is out. Bye. Bye.